You're listening to Press Start to Continue on Valley Free Radio Northampton, WXOJLP 103.3 FM.
Hey guys, uh, that was The Floodplain by JTT, and that was remixed from F-Zero. Before that was Polva Veris from Rexy and uh, Sorlax 7, and that was from the game Zelda Oracle of Seasons, and we started off with Hunter's Etude Shouzo, and that is from Black Omen and MC, and that is from the game Final Fantasy IX. And you're listening to Press Start to Continue. This is two hours of video game remixes and sometimes hardcore hip-hop. Uh, tonight, though, I am really, really happy to give you another Ivory Infusion uh, show. So this is all piano music. There's some, uh, actually a few with violin, but I think, I think you can forgive me for that. <laughs> Piano music is my favorite kind of remixes. I love piano remixes, uh, especially um, those done live. Uh, so you'll be hearing a lot of music by uh, physical uh, instruments, um, people on actual pianos and violin and, and things like that. Uh, so let's get back to it. This is uh, Genova for Classical Piano by Noir, and it is from Final Fantasy VII.
Brian here from Psychic Cyclone. You're listening to Press Start to Continue. Classical music on Valley Free Radio. Tune in to Andi Musik Wednesday mornings at 7 a.m. for an hour of beautiful music to start your day. Hosted by Lucy and Larry. Hey, Mom, how about this game? What's it rated? Uh, huh, let's see. T for teen with violence and suggestive themes? Uh, no. Video games are fun. But not all games are right for all players. Look for the rating symbol and content descriptors and read the rating summaries that tell you what's actually in the game. <sighs> this one better? Oh, much. For more information about ratings and rating summaries, visit ESRB.org.
Nostovania is one of my favorite acts on on the Overclock Remix. They're they have such varied stuff. A lot of it is uh, is really cool jazz stuff. So uh, look them up on ocremix.org. That was the guy from the woods is back in town, and that is from Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Before that was Runaway Faith by the Kata Hero, and that is from Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Red Rescue Team. And we start off with Genova for classical piano uh, from Noir, and that is from Final Fantasy VII. So uh, let's see. I want to. Uh, pick up the tempo a little bit. Uh, this is Aquatides by Jdaster64 and it's from Kirby64.
That was Snowy by David Peacock and Augustine Mayuga Gonzalez, and that is from the album Undertale Piano Collections. Uh, before that was A World of Piano by Klutz, and as from, uh, again, from Final Fantasy VII, and we started off with Aqua Tides by J Daster64 from Kirby64. Uh, and I mentioned Overclock Remix. It before this last section, if you go to ocremix.org, you'll be able to find pretty much all of the stuff I'm playing tonight, uh, with a few exceptions, the Undertale, uh, I have a, co- a couple Undertale albums, uh, that I'm pulling from, there's also something from Video Games Live, which is, uh, which I'm really happy I can share with you, uh, but if you go to ocremix.org, that's Overclock Remix, you can download pretty much any of this stuff, it's all free, it's, uh, ton of different genres like so there's piano there's violin there's orchestral uh, as you heard a little while ago there's voice there's an acapella song that that i like to hear so go to ocremix.org and check it out so uh, another from uh, overclock remix this is called dancing leaves it's by doc nano it's from zelda a link to the past and i really like this one because it's kind of playful so uh check this out
Sebastian Scaff from uh, that was from Earthbound, and that was called Nocturne for Paula. Uh, before that was Dancing Leaves by Doc Nano, and from Zelda: A Link to the Past. I just have time for one more, and it's it's a longer one. That's why it's just one more, and there's like ten minutes left. But uh, this is a really cool one. It's called One Two Three One Two Three Whip, and it's from Schnabubula, and it's from Super Castlevania Four. I also wanted to mention that Schnabubula is running a Kickstarter right now, so uh, to put out a a, uh, a self-promoted album, self-produced album. He's a great composer, and uh, he plays a he puts out a lot of stuff on Overclock Remix, so um, that'll be on the website, starttocontinue.com. You'll be able to find a link there. So this is 123123Whip by Shinabubala, and there will be more after the break.
Hey kids, it's Archimedes and Damn It Dave from Poppy Geekery. And what are we listening to, Dave? Where are we? <laughs> Sorry, long pause there. I didn't know. You got to point to me. You have to like slap point me or something. Point to you, I said. We're going to do this. Is that okay? And you're like, yeah, that's fine. I did that and then you didn't do anything. <laughs> hey kids. What time is it? Hey kids, it's Archie and Dave from Poppy Geekery. Where are we at, Dave? We're in Northampton. Listening. <laughs> it was so easy. It was so easy. It was so easy. It was, it's written on paper for him. It's written on paper. Oh my god. Oh my god. Fire away. I'm ready. Go. Go. Okay. You sure? Go, Arch. All right. You can do it. <laughs> I can do it. Hey, kids. It's Archie and Dave from Pot 3 Geekery. What are we doing, Dave? You're listening to Valley Free Radio, WXOJ 103.3 FM in Northampton, Massachusetts. Very good. <laughs> You're listening to Press Start to Continue on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM, Northampton, Massachusetts.
everybody, welcome to the second hour of Press Start to continue you two full hours of video game remixes and sometimes nerdcore hip-hop, but tonight is special because it's piano only, so this is our second piano only show. The first one was in 2015, I called it Ivory Infusion, if you go to starttocontinue.com you can find it there, you can listen to it, I've, it's one of my favorite shows that I've ever done, so I think you'll enjoy it. Um, it's also special tonight because I have another interview. This is, uh, I have an interview coming up with Kate Remington. Uh, she runs Music Respawn on WSHU in uh, Fairfield, Connecticut. Uh, it was really great talking to her, and I want to play a few more songs before getting to her. So what do we just hear? We heard the Final Fantasy theme uh, from the original Final Fantasy. Uh, before that was Dr. Willie's Wedding from Jason Litrio uh, from Mega Man 2. And uh, we started off with No Way Out by Mustin, and that is from The Legend of Zelda. Uh, coming up right now is, oh, this is great, Radical Dreamers uh, from Video Games Live and Laura Intravia, and um, is from the album Through Time and Space, chrono piano album it is uh like i said made in conjunction with video games live and i think it's amazing the whole album the whole album is so check that out it'll be linked on starttocontinue.com and after that we'll have some more undertale
Mom, how about this game? What's it rated? Uh, huh, let's see. T for teen with violence and suggestive themes? Uh, no. Video games are fun, but not all games are right for all players. Look for the rating symbol and content descriptors and read the rating summaries that tell you what's actually in the game. <sighs> this one better? Huh, much. For more information about ratings and rating summaries, visit ESRB.org. Hey, this is Blue Streak. I'm the host of the show with BS, the newest edition for the WXOJ lineup. You can hear us Mondays at 11 p.m. For the best overnight radio you'll ever hear on a, on a Monday night, we'll talk about everything that's relevant to us. Music, movies, TV, games, and whatever else happens to spill out of the pinata that is my head. Monday nights, 11 p.m. here on XOJ. For all the music and news that nerds can use, it's the show with BS on WXOJ.
and that was Save the World by Gentle Love from the album Prescription for Sleep, Undertale. Before that was Radical Dreamers, uh by Laura and Trivia and Video Games Live, and that's from the album Through Time and Space Chrono Piano Album. And this is Press Start to Continue. This is two hours of video game remixes and a special interview. I got to talk to uh, Kate Remington from Music Respawn that is broadcast on WSHU. Actually, it's a podcast from WSHU in in Connecticut. It was really cool to talk to her and uh, talk to her about the different interviews that she's had and her favorite game music, so I hope you enjoy it. There will be some more music after the interview. I'm here with Kate Remington from Music Respawn from WSHU in... Where was it again? Fairfield, Connecticut. Fairfield, thank you. Um, from uh, Sacred Heart, is it, are you based in Sacred Heart University? Yeah, we are. Great. Um, and can you tell us about your show? Sure. Uh, I got the idea of starting it about a year and a half ago because I love games and I especially love the music in games. And I've done tons and tons of interviews with classical performers and, and composers. And I thought, well, why can't I just do that with game composers? So the very first composer that I talked with was Mike Salvatore, and he just couldn't have been nicer. I just got <laughs> an email out of the blue and said, hey, I'm starting this series um, could I talk to you about the music for Destiny? And he was just so nice. And he said, yeah, sure. So that got the ball rolling. And I've been able to talk with so many composers. I have this bucket list and I've talked to almost all of them a couple of times. Um, I talked with Jessica Curry and Jason Graves and Austin Wintery. Uh, just this week, I talked with Gareth Coker about his newest project. And everybody has just been so fantastic to talk to. And they have such interesting stories about how they came to game composing and what they think about when they get a pitch from a studio and how that's going to uh, impact the music that they write. So this, the series now... Uh, is just great. It's kind of snowballing, and it's uh, I'm able to produce one uh, every week now, and I always mix in a lot of the music that we're talking about. So you hear this, you know, these great comments from the composers, and then we get to hear a lot of the music too. Oh yeah, I I actually cribbed um, part of your part of that for my for my uh, interview with Tommy Tellerico. I, I we were talking, and I was able to intersperse like some of the video games live music into the into the conversation. Thanks by the way so <laughs> well it just makes sense because you know they they have so many amazing things to say about the music and then why not listen to it seriously so, yeah. yeah um so uh tell me about your first your first interview like how so you just um you, you emailed him and just said hey by the way i'm i'm doing this this music show why don't you come on just uh, out of the blue or did you have uh, previous contact with him or well, no, no, I didn't. I mean, I, I told him how much I loved the music. Well, first of all, in Halo that he wrote with Marty, but then oh, also yeah. how awesome the music in Destiny was. And, you know, I gave him my credentials and stuff so that he knew I was legit. And he's just such a nice guy that he emailed me back and said, yeah, sure, of course, I'd be happy to. And we had one of those conversations you know, sometimes you can talk to somebody and you feel like you've already known them for a really long time. Mm -hmm. That's what it was like to talk to Mike. Uh, it was, he was just so easy to talk to and so friendly and approachable. And he had some really great behind the scenes stories about uh, putting together the music for Destiny and then recording it. And so it was it was great. And what's nice about it now is that the game composer community is so tight that once kind of word got out, 
when I would reach out to another composer and run down the list of who else I've talked to, they'd be like, yeah, okay, sure. So, oh, that's awesome. Really nice. <laughs> that's great. You're, you're, you're like a superstar in the video game, in the video game composer community. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> what I <laughs> is give them a forum to talk about doing what they love. Yeah. Uh, I, I, with one of my recent conversations with Jason Graves, he said his sort of standard is if he had all the money in the world, didn't need to earn a single penny more, would he still be doing what he does, which is writing this awesome music? And he said, absolutely. He just loves it. And so I think to give these composers a chance to talk about what they love is is just really neat for them because the music a lot of times in games gets overlooked. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was just reading a review of uh, Farpoint. Uh, I'm going to be talking with the composer for that game in a couple weeks, and they didn't even mention the music. So it's just weird to me because the music is... Yeah, I know. It's just... It's such an integral part of the game. Yeah. Just leave it out, I think, is just really an oversight. So One of the things that um, anytime someone asks me about about this show, uh, like, what what do you play? I'm like, I play video game music. And they're like, why? And I say, um, and I say it's because uh, specifically with game music, this is music that you're going to be hearing like probably hundreds of times over t- over twenty, maybe forty hours in the same level over and over and over again. And it has to be good. It has to be amazing, or else you'll just get frustrated with it and just not actually play the game anymore. And uh, you can definitely hear that in especially older games like um, my my uh, first game that I really like fell in love with the music was Mega Man 2. Oh yeah, that's an awesome game. Yeah, and it's it the the Airman um the first level I played with it was the Airman level and that that looping music it, it, I never got tired of it. It was oh there was always something more interesting and uh, more intriguing about like how they how they used and what synths they used and everything like that. You get to talk to all the people that originate this music and um, that get to create like these this music that like um have you played uh, Hollow Knight? No, not yet. Oh, beautiful music, amazing music, uh, and um, it's uh, it's very piano based, and you and there was was one level I just couldn't get through, but you can just hear it over and over again, and you never get tired. I was wondering, really, I'm getting to, uh, does that play into how other, how, like, the people you talk to, does that play into how they create their music? Um, oh, do they, absolutely. like, how does that, how does that go into their process? Well, they, what they do, and it's really interesting because they put so much thought into making the music, even though they know that more often than not, it's just going to be in the background, but they all realize just what a, a powerful force it can be for helping a player get through a level. And uh, to circle back to Mike Salvatore, when I was talking with him about his Rise of Iron score, I asked him about the music that he writes for the boss battles because oh, I'm yeah. really a very good gamer and I have a lot of trouble with the boss. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's so 
fun is the way uh, he kind of ramps up the music for boss battles. So it'll start with just a cue to let you know that the boss is in the general vicinity. And then he keeps adding layers and layers and layers. And by the time you're in the thick of it and your health is down to nothing and you've got to scrounge around for ammo and hope to God you don't die, that's when the chorus comes in <laughs> to give like this extra jolt of encouragement. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's been one of the most, the best parts of talking with all of these composers is to kind of break it down and, and get them to talk about the granular level of the thought that goes into it um, and how it all gets assembled. It's just, it's been absolutely fascinating. That's really, I you know that I I never I mean and I guess that's the point of um of really good game composing there's it's seamless it just melds into the game so well that you just um it's hard to to separate the two in some yeah. ways you know you're playing this boss battle and you're like okay I got to kill this guy and I'm I'm really having trouble with it and then this the musical cue comes in I'm like okay that's how I know when to do a thing but you don't really think about the cue and, yeah. and how that like what notes they're playing or, or what the tempo is and and how you know and um so yeah <laughs> it's it's uh it's really cool how they like specifically um think about like what parts of specific parts of the battle that they're that they're composing for um yeah. when i was talking with alexa lavalschuk about his music for um dead rising they built a completely new engine from scratch to give the music kind of its own AI so that it could be really nimble and change direction or, or just change depending on whether as you're walking through an area the zombies didn't notice you or if they did notice you but they were like too far away to do anything or if they were right on top of you and they were ready to attack and he said this new engine this new way of implementing the music was just so specific for all those different things that it could change like within a half a beat from doing one thing to doing another thing it and would it just transferred it would just transition between one piece and the, and the other without it was it was like variations of of the music oh and okay so they'd add layers and add you know like more tension music if there were more zombies coming in that kind of thing wow yeah it's really it's such a cool <laughs> thing and it, i think that's a big part of the challenge that they have for writing music because it has to be able to do that. So, you know, it's not like writing a, a piece for the concert hall at all. I wonder if that's going to be implemented in in like a wider variety of games or if that's that would if that would just be appropriate for like a horror games or or just um for you know, zombie games or things like that. Do you think that uh like all sorts of games would would benefit from something like that like that like a reactive kind of system or yeah, I do. And there's lots of different ways to do it. Uh, when I was talking with Austin Wintery, we were talking about his score for Journey, which is just stunningly beautiful. I think it, it's one of the, the scores that people just love that, that he's done. Um, and he mentioned that early on in the process, because you can be joined by another player, um, it doesn't always happen, but sometimes it does. Mm -hmm. And what his idea was to have the music when you're playing by yourself in the world, just to have a kind of a thin texture. And then if you get joined by another player, then more instruments would come in and the, the music would have a much fuller sound. And 
I thought that was a great idea, and obviously he did too, but the studio was like, wait, no, that would be really expensive. We can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it has to be like a perfect storm of a studio that really wants to take a chance on something and a composer that's willing to, like, really push the envelope. Yeah. And, uh, I'm sure it'll happen uh, because this is such a great time to be a composer in games because I think a lot of studios are getting away from the idea that everything has to be this big, lush orchestral score. Uh, there can be lots of different ways to implement the music. Oh, definitely. Yeah, like, um, like I mentioned uh, um, uh, Hollow Knight or... Um... Or Owlboy. Those are my yeah. uh, the two my two favorite games of the past like six months at least. Uh, and they they have very very simple uh, they sound simple uh, scores that can change depending on um, time of day or, or you know obviously what level you're in. Well, yeah, and I think what's also cool about what the composers do is they they write music that kind of suits the scale of the game too. Mm. You know, I was talking with uh, Neil Acri a couple of weeks ago, and he's written music for World of Warcraft, especially the cinematics, and he's written the music for Overwatch, which are these huge, epic, heroic games. But his new project is a game called Rend. That's also going to be kind of a um, can't think of the word. It, it's like wow, um, uh, and, uh, uh, massive massive uh, yeah. MMO. Yeah, <laughs> we're both reaching. <laughs> uh, it's an MMO too, but it has a completely different character, and it's based on kind of Viking legends of the afterlife. So the music that he wrote for that has a way more scaled down quality. It's a very thin nice. ensemble, and he pulled in some really interesting. Scandinavian instruments for that. So, if you know, they keep in mind uh, what the scale of the game is going to be, which is really cool. Um, I want to ask you uh, the um, so, like I said, I um, uh, when I really uh just fell for game music was with Mega Man 2. Was there a specific uh time that that you could remember where you where that kind of like clicked in your head that game music can be just more than just just a, a normal part of the game? Yeah, <laughs> and, um, it was actually it was Pong, up. wasn't it? No, well, yeah, I <laughs> Pong was new, but it wasn't. Um, <laughs> no, it was actually Pitroids, um, which was this weird little puzzle game that LucasArts released as kind of a you know like a little satellite game, a micro game, um, which was part of their their package when Star Wars Episode One came out. They had all of these things that kind of made the world bigger. There was pod racing. 
and uh, a couple of others. But Pitroids was this really interesting little puzzle game where you had to guide the Pitroids into these little goals. And if you didn't do it right, they'd like crash into each other and stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> the soundtrack was this kind of jazzy sort of... Ah, kind of mid-20th century sounding music. And I would just let the level go and watch the Pitroids crash into each other just so I could listen to the music. And <laughs> it was just so different, it, different from anything else I'd heard. I'm, I'm sure a lot of us have that. I um, I had a uh, a copy of um, Wind Waker, and oh. I would just I, I would turn it on in my apartment, and I would just leave it on the start screen, and my friends would walk in and be like, "What are you playing this game?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> why are you? Because it sounds cool." Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I played it so. Uh, and then I'd be like visiting somebody, some friends, and, and their little kid would be playing Wind Waker and my ears would like prick up as soon as it started from the oh, other room. I'm it's sure. Exactly <laughs> where the kid was in Wind Waker by what the melody was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to say anything about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so Music Respawn, your, the show, um, how did that start at WSHU? Well, I, I'm so grateful to uh, our program director who was totally behind it as soon as I pitched the idea of doing this show about video game music. Um, you know, one of the things about public radio and um, classical music listeners in general is they're not really aware of stuff like this. And so this was a way we thought of really like reaching out to um, to draw in new listeners because the gaming community is huge. And we were able to do it with, you know, really good production values and really thoughtful interviews and stuff. So they were like totally behind it. And it started just as a, a, a page on our website with a link to the audio. And when I put the pages together, I include, um, you know, screenshots and maybe uh, the trailer and other interesting stuff that didn't make it into the interview. Um, and then they decided that what we really needed to do was to make this into a podcast. And so the audio is still all there. And what's cool about it being a podcast is I think it's a lot more portable and people can subscribe to it. Uh, it's in Apple Podcasts now and Google Play. And so there's a, a lot of different ways that people can listen to it, which is neat. But I'm just really grateful that the management of WSHU was willing to, to try something new because we don't run anything else like this on our broadcast schedule. So I think that's really cool. I've, I've not really heard anything like this on any broadcast schedule. Like this is, this is pretty, this is pretty uh, like a, especially a, with someone that's focused on, on, uh, with a background in classical music, uh, talking to composers, um, in that, in that vein. I mean, like when I talk to like a artist, um, I'm not really, I can't really speak f with the, the experience that you had, you've had, uh, you know, being trained like as a, you were trained as a classical um, pianist. Yeah, I was a piano major. What I yeah. really want, the reason why I got into music school in the first place was because I wanted to be a conductor. And 
about midway through my second semester, I realized that it's really hard. <laughs> and, and it just, but it didn't help that I was working with uh, the, the professor, the woman teaching us, uh, was trying to make it as hard as possible because mm. I suppose she was trying to toughen us up because, you know, orchestras wouldn't really give you a break um, when you get on the podium. So she wanted to show us how hard it is. But I was just like, you know what? <laughs> it's too hard. So I, I decided to go into radio instead, uh, which has just been an absolute, oh, it's been so much fun. Um, so uh, I think when I talk with composers, even though I've got this classical background, um, I don't want to get, you know, too into the weeds and yeah. stuff. So you know, as I'm listening, maybe I listen to it in a slightly different way than someone who who doesn't have a music background. But I think what's really important is to talk to the composers about what they love about the music that they've written. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, this was this was really interesting. I know that um, the part of the part of the way that I interview people is after listening to the way that you interview people. <laughs> so um, it's uh, everybody should listen to Music Respawn from WSHU. Uh, it's in, you said you're on iTunes and, and Google Play? Yep, yep. It's in there as Music Respawn. And if you go to WSHU.org, there's a whole Music Respawn page um, right on our homepage. So you can check out, there's more information uh, than I can put in the, the little detail for the podcast. So there's, like I said, screenshots and uh, usually uh, the trailer videos and that kind of thing. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's neat to put it together. And I'm just, I feel so lucky to be able to have, to have talked to so many just amazing composers. Well, I feel really lucky that you were able to be on Press Start to continue. Thanks a lot. Oh, hey, my pleasure. It was really fun to talk with you. So much fun. It was great having her on the show. That is Kate Remington from Music Respawn. And you can follow her on Twitter. That's at Respawn Show. Uh, there's, so there is some music that I always point to um to to describe like what i actually play because i try not to play a lot of electronic or house music or or what is you usually think about when you think about uh game remixes so this is one of them it's really beautiful uh it and it is 10 minutes long so i wanted to save this for the end um and i think i'll have enough time for one more after that so this is called sweet for violin and piano it's by gabe Terracino and uh, Shinabubala again Shinabubala and that is from this is from Metroid um, just listen to this and think about playing this for someone that has never heard a game remix before and uh, I always think that if I play this for someone like that they just won't know that it's a that it's a remix until I tell them so this is Sweet for Violin and Piano from Metroid
for Violin and Piano by Gabe Tiracino and Snobubala, and as from the game Metroid. So I I had two more that I want to play you, my very, very favorite songs I listen to all the time, but I only have time for one. It was like choosing between children. So uh, <laughs> this one, um, well, the, the other one is called Nehru's Love, uh, and if you look on Overclock overclock remix for narrow's love then you'll be able to find that uh but this one is called gusty piano and a garden by squint it's from super mario galaxy and i just i love listening i could listen to this on loop all the time so i hope you like it i hope you enjoy the show if you uh, have a comment or anything then please press start at valleyfreeradio.org uh you can go to start to continue.com and uh, listen to my interviews or past shows over the past few years uh you can listen to this on itunes and google play and if you can give me a rating and a comment or a review on there that'll be really helpful and let everybody know that you hear all this great music on Valley Free Radio. So have a great night, and I will talk to you next time.
Of course, this is Valley Free Radio, Northampton, WXOGLP, 103.3 FM. <laughs> 